This is The Social Geek Radio Network. Hello, geeks, and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host and marketing conciliary. Today, we're diving deeper into the metaverse with Nathaniel Hunter. First, a quick note for marketers, especially those in the franchise space. Join me for a new live weekly webinar called Quick Fix. Every week, one of my franchise friends will join me and our crew from Ularity for a very short webinar to share one problem and how to fix it. Every webinar is 15 minutes or less, and we do it every Tuesday at noon Eastern time. This week's guest is Nicole Sala, CMO at Kitty Academy sharing ideas on what to do if and when your marketing budget needs to be adjusted. And this week's Social Geek Radio Show is brought to you by ServiceMinder, Digital HR, and Consumer Fusion. Consumer Fusion helps franchises attract customers online with their AI-powered reputation platform. With more than 70,000 illegitimate negative reviews removed, Consumer Fusion allows franchise brands to maximize their digital footprint with reputation management, local SEO, and social media, including automated owners' responses and integrated review generation tools. Get started with a one-month free pilot and learn why brands trust Consumer Fusion with their online reputation. Visit ConsumerFusion.com pilot. Consumer Fusion, keeping reviews honest. Today we're diving deep into the metaverse and our guest is Nathaniel Hunter. He's the Chief Innovation Officer of Infinite World and he joins us for the first time on Social Geek Radio right now. Nathaniel, how are you? I'm doing great, Jack. Thank you. This has been probably my favorite subject over the past six months, um, mostly because I know nothing about it and I'm trying to learn. And and this is where I do that. So um, I can't wait to ask you a whole bunch of questions about the metaverse and what we should be doing there. But before we get there, I want to find out a little bit more about you and your backstory. Tell us um, uh, what led you to Infinite World and the work you're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, my, my background has been in uh, feature film, video games, commercial content for going on 32 years now. Um, I started off working with companies like Phil Tippett, who did the original Tauntauns and the Star Wars films. Um, I was in the Bay Area for many, many years, but bounced around Disney and Lucasfilm and multiple different companies over my career and uh, really kind of shifted to looking at how not, not just film and entertainment work, but how to film entertainment games, tech all collide um, as we see happening, you know, more and more frequently uh, over the last decade, especially. And then we have the advent of mobile as well. And then, you know, ARV or all these technologies are starting to slowly percolate towards each other. And so that's kind of my career has kind of followed that pathway of learning a lot of different things and then utilizing them as these things all become kind of combined together. You had me at Tauntaun, man. I'm. Like, I, <laughs> I suddenly yeah, we're, had we're, a. Working with Phil was pretty incredible. Um, <laughs> I'll bet. You know, all these visionaries from the early film days. And it's interesting to me that the work you're doing now is really coming from the film side of our lives, right? It isn't 
from the Madison Avenue side as much. And, and I want to get into a little bit of the work that, that Infinite World does. Um, what are you doing to sort of bring all of these platforms and experiences and creative type things into the business world right now? Tell us about the work you guys do. Yeah, we're, you know, it's it's really this, um, again, I mentioned before, you know, kind of this area where entertainment and technology are, are meeting in the middle. And we're working with a number of different brands and creators, you know, influencers in the space right now. Um, what we've built at Infinite World is really a, a vertically integrated Web3 and Metaverse solutions company. Um, we've pulled together um, the best technology minds, the best artistic and, you know, best strategy-based minds to kind of bring together into this really great solution that we we bring to how do we transition from this traditional web 2.0, the the social, you know, the social ecosystem that, that we're in now, um, and how do we make that more immersive? How do we get into something that is also more transparent on the blockchain so that um, users or the consumers themselves and the very brands that actually speak to those consumers, whether it whether it's a brand that sells a physical item or a, a digital item only, or even a mixture of that, or it could even be a creator or influencer where their product is, you know, videos and content that you see on YouTube. All of those things um, are going into a much more immersive, much more engaging sort of experience and uh, that's kind of the promise of this next stage of uh, what is being called the metaverse which is you know the metaverse itself is just a it's a concept much like the internet is um, you know no one goes onto the internet to do anything the internet is this pervasive thing and the metaverse as 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 it's being called is very similar to that in terms of the concept and so we're really there to help brands transition and move into this new space uh, and help them make that transition more smooth. Do you think we'll call it the metaverse five years from now, or will that be one of those terms that becomes like the information superhighway and it just goes away and we, or the we start world wide web as it was about 30 years ago, right? <laughs> right. Re remember every, it, it, there, there was a point kids where people had to say things like go to www dot and like yeah. thank god we got away from that or please send me an electronic <laughs> mail message right <laughs> you've got mail yeah. um so do you think we'll you think we'll be living in the metaverse or or do you think even the terminology and, and the way we look at it will evolve by the time most of the population even touches it yeah i think i think that evolution is natural and you know it, there's whenever there's a, 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 a pseudo new technology. And I mean, the metaverse itself is actually not new. So mm -hmm. the, con the concepts have been around for a long time. I mean, if people playing Fortnite is, you know, or Roblox or Minecraft, that is already a metaverse world, if you will. You're, it's this experiential world that's connecting people through, you know, technology and the internet. That's really the core of the metaverse. Now, the open metaverse, um, is is the newer concept of being able to have this uh, more transparent-based view. You know, right now you have large platforms that are predominantly Web 2.0, i.e. non-blockchain, so therefore mm -hmm. really not that transparent. You know, their databases, their operations, et cetera, are not something that can be audited very easily or seen 
Um, and that has made it hard for consumers, you know, like if you or I, or, or anyone who's, uh, you know, got a profile right now, wants to take themselves out or opt out of, you know, uh, being in this big internet ecosystem, it's fairly impossible to do. And it takes a serious and considerable amount of effort. Um, and even with that, you can't completely eradicate uh, every, you know, iteration of, of you that's out there. And that's, I think, really the the interesting thing to me personally is this concept of uh, decentralizing the information and really making it more transparent and giving consumers and even the brands, oddly enough, you know, the brands themselves are also held somewhat hostage by the individual, uh, you know, social networks, et cetera, or other areas that kind of hold that data, you know, to, yeah. to get information directly, you have to adhere to all of that social you know, environment's rules, et cetera. And they only give you what they want to give you. And really, I think the goal is really trying to connect those brands and creators closer to the consumers and to break down as many of the friction layers in between as possible. That's that's the bigger promise. And I do think that a long-winded way of saying <laughs> that the, con the, the term metaverse is going to be something that in a decade is going to be... Uh, you know, in a historical museum, not necessarily something yeah. that we're saying every single day. It'll be in the cyber bin, right? Yes, um, exactly. <laughs> so let's let's talk about those brands. How quickly are brands getting into the metaverse or Web 3.0? Is it is it similar to let's say 15 years ago or or, or 14, perhaps, where we were we were pushing and begging and threatening brands to get involved in social media and so many were just slow to move or do you think uh, a lot of brand leaders now see this as an opportunity that they want to jump into a little quicker than they had in the past definitely more the latter than the former i mean brands Good. are you know it, it, it i think because this is an evolution of the internet right i mean the metaverse is the internet at the end of the day um it, it is just that I think the next evolution of the internet, and that's why I think that the term is going to fall away eventually. Yeah. But brands are, you know, they're, they're much more technology savvy at this point. It's when, when they were first going through this mixture of, you know, web, web 1.0 was when, you know, there was web pages, but a lot of companies weren't really interacting with consumers through them. It was more of an informational sort of thing that mm -hmm. quickly kind of faded away as we get into, uh, you know, online shopping, et cetera, over the last 20 years. And that added this new concept to brands, which was like everything was analog before then, right? Everything brick and mortar, et cetera. And suddenly they had to learn these new skill sets, not only um, online commerce, but also online social interaction and, you know, consumer behavior and analytics and all this other sort of stuff. And now that brands have had in the last two to three decades to really get their sea legs in that, I think that this transition into this concept of getting a little bit more immersive and it's an evolution of that data, it's an evolution of that experience is easy for them to one, comprehend. And two, the, many brands saw how if they weren't at the forefront during the last transition of going from analog to digital and, you know, from commerce to even social, um, the ones that are out there in the forefront are typically the ones who either suffered from that experience because they weren't fast enough 
or you know um, benefited from that, and they're really continuing that kind of uh, being on the bleeding edge of where things are going and, and really driving that home. So, you know, that's not to say that there's not brands out there that are kind of waiting to see what happens. You know, sure. there's sure. Always, you're always going to have that, but we'll we'll always have those. But um, it, it's good to hear because I, I I agree. I think there are so many brand leaders, especially chief marketing officers and VPs of marketing out there who were not really part of the generation of, you know, well, we're stuck in print and uh, yes. billboards and in and, and television and AM radio. They were part of web 2.0 or online marketing and online shopping and social media. So I, I think they do see, for the most part, a lot of them do see an opportunity coming our way. What brands are doing some things really interesting right now, or or maybe just in general, what sectors and what types of brands are really taking advantage and doing things right now that that would that we would find interesting? I, I think you look at uh, three or four different specific verticals that we've seen have been very innovative in the space. I mean, obviously gaming, you know, is yeah. out there as a forefront, you know, thought leader, in you know you saw the free to play games which no one thought would be successful and now it's it's kind of where everything has gone for the most part outside of some of the console sides because they can connect with consumers again that friction right of oh i have to spend 50 dollars to play this game versus no it's free and if you want to spend money to accelerate then you can do that but yeah. they really opened up a whole new area they're obviously also the ones driving some of the technology in terms of the immersive side um, you look at fashion, fashion is another um, area that is very quickly picking up steam, uh, you know, partially because in, in these immersive spaces, you have the desire to, you know, it's human nature to want to kind of showcase your uniqueness, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of that comes from appearance, even in the real world, you know, uh, showing how, how and what brands you support and, you know, whether, whether you're goth or techno or emo or modern or whatever it might be right you, you oftentimes display that through the fashion that you wear on a daily basis and you also see that in automotive automotive um had a they were kind of late to the game initially in terms of the the, the web 2 situation but very quickly picked up steam and spent billions to do stuff like online car configurators and you know being able to do test drives and I think you're going to see that automotive is still going to be a thought leader in the space uh, when it comes to this. And then commerce in general. Mm -hmm. um, everyone, I'm sure, has seen at this point the, you know, Ikea or Wayfair, try it in your room. And you're going to see more and more of like try on this clothing virtually in your home. And I think that's the that's the part that people don't understand that each of those experiences is already starting to if, if you've used an application where you've used even ar or you've put on an oculus headset that's already a step towards this concept of the metaverse right um yeah it's it's an early kind of adoption and i think that's the interesting part it's not it's not just a it's not like there's a hard stop between web 2 and web 3 um, this concept of going to the blockchain and transparency it's this transition that's going through and you said it right like the cmos directors of marketing um, and this generation right now in the current companies, you know, I challenge them to continue to be as explorative as possible because they're trying to always look at 
who is the next level of consumer? The Gen, the Gen Zs, which right now are the upcoming consumers, and Gen C, which are the you know the youngest right now um, that are just currently being born. Those are the new consumers of this new age, right? Um, a lot of us, you know, might not be the direct demographic for this concept of the experiential metaverse, much like you know, people in their uh, 40s, 50s, and 60s, when the internet was coming around, had a hard time with it, right? Because it was something that was new. Yeah. The kids of today, you know, they're growing up with tablets in their hands from the earliest of age and the concept of connecting online and, you know, digesting media is very different than when a lot of us grew up, you know, when it was television was the primary, uh, you know, space where you had entertainment. Now it's something that travels around with you in your hand and is socially connected. This word from Digital HR, powered by Exults. In today's market, there's a surplus of open positions all vying for the attention of top talent. But developing a consistent, effective recruiting strategy is a challenge, even with an in-house human resources department. The Digital HR team will put together a customized game plan based on the job requirements and the number of candidates you need. Tactics include website enhancements and ATS integrations, on-site content optimization, digital press releases, social and search ads, and more. Learn more now at digitalhr.com. If you look at the advent of the iPhone, you know, 2007, and then, you know, Android directly, like right on the heels of it, and how quickly we have transitioned, not not just as, you know, a, a culture, but as a human race, across the globe, how quickly we've transitioned to smartphones and even the concept of, uh, you know, the phone being a quintessential part of your life and people upgrading it every two to three years is not an uncommon thing. Yeah, very true. It, 15 it, years it ago, is, it would have been very uncommon to say that you replaced your phone every two, three years and that they would be so expensive, $1,000. People right. would have looked at you like you're crazy. No one would right. have Why? Why would I spend $1,000? My Nokia still works just fine. That's right. You have this <laughs> thing that we were talking about this just the other day. I'm at a conference right now up in Vancouver, which is the it's called SIGGRAPH. It is the, it's the yearly, it's been going on for four plus decades. It's the yearly like uh, culmination of all of the computer graphics artists all around the world. And, you know, it's been really interesting to see somebody actually lost their phone and the, the crazed look in their face was like, if you lost your wallet, you'd be like, oh, okay, I got to go cancel my credit cards, but you lose right. your phone and it's like, you've lost an appendage, right? Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, yeah. like you've yeah. lost your connectivity to everything. I've lost the ability to cancel my credit cards. I don't even know how to get in That's touch right. with the credit <laughs> card company now, right? So, yeah. And, and I think you're going to see, you know, the phones themselves. Look, I, I've seen a lot of tech over the past 10 plus years, and we're going to be transitioning. It's no it's no small secret that Apple is looking to come out with, you know, a a mixed reality type headsets that is going to drive more towards the VR side initially. But once they've gotten into the game and Google and Microsoft as well, that hardware is going to move rapidly fast. And I've personally experienced um, technology uh, from other companies that I can't talk about right now, where the phone that we have in our pocket has an end of life that's going to be very soon. Yeah, um, the ability to have it connected all the time 
is the real game changer for this concept of the metaverse or this experiential thing where, you know, through glasses and other types of mediums where it's visually apparent. I think that is where we're going to transition over the next five to 10 years. We're going to be even more connected. And, and some people, you know, might push against that, but it, it's just the reality of where culture is going as a human race. Yeah, we're not going to be less connected. You know, oh, no. that's that's uh, that's some toothpaste that is never going back in the tube. So mm-hmm. I totally agree with you on that point. Um, Nathaniel, if if any of the brand managers, marketing pros, digital folks out there who are listening are working with a brand and they're not really involved yet in Web 2.0 or the metaverse or they they know they want to do something but I think the one barrier could be they just don't know where to start. What's your advice for those folks as far as how do they dip their toe in or should they or should they cannonball right into that pool? What should they do first to get started? Well, shameless plug, uh, contact Infinite World. I mean, <laughs> we're all about the shameless plug here, my friend. So. You know, um, no, I mean, it, it really is. You know, there's, there's a lot of, there's a like any type of new thing, you know, there's a lot of dark alleys you don't want to go down and you want to look at uh, tried and true companies in the space. And there's not a lot of them right now. Um, Infinite World is actually in the process. It's it's, it's also public of uh, going live on the NASDAQ at some point here soon. Um, we're, we're preparing to file, et cetera. But the working with a company that has you know, it is really starting to invest in this space. You can do it on your own, but it is a very complex space because now you're taking internet-based technology, gaming technology, blockchain technology, commerce-based technology, and amalgamating them into something new. And that requires a certain level of expertise that is not yet common, right? Mm -hmm. Looking five, six years down the road, it will be very common, right? It's like the beginning of... uh, you and I are old enough to remember, you know, the beginning, beginning of websites and, you know, this, oh my gosh, how would you code a website that seems so foreign and so crazy? And now it's something you can do through Wix and other yeah. platforms that make it super simple, right? I can start up a whole new website in the business within an hour today. Yeah. And yet yeah. before, you know, when it first started, it was so daunting that it was easier to learn like trigonometry, you know? <laughs> and so it's, we're in that same space right now. And I think, you know, looking, um, looking out to uh, feel free to contact uh, myself or in in the world, etc. And that's really what we're about is helping these brands to make that transition, helping them to, uh, you know, and again, it's not trying to be prescriptive of use our services, but it's really understanding what is the brand's goal. Um, Any CMO or director of marketing and inside their corporation knows that you have to have a certain ROI, right? Or a return on investment for what you're trying to do in your marketing campaigns. And that's the beauty of the digital age. You can measure everything. You can set these, you know, key performance indicators or KPIs for everything that you do now, because when you go into the digital space, everything is traceable for the most part. And uh, in this new space, there's going to be a lot of exploration over the next couple of years, which is going to be fun. Um, there's also going to be a lot of consolidation. And mm. uh, I think that's that's common with any new space. Sure. And, and so I just say, keep an open mind and, you know, definitely start to 
subscribe, uh, you know, to, to, to blogs such as this, right. So you can keep kind of up and, and on the know, and then just, you know, divulge yourself into as many things, uh, metaverse and web related as you possibly can. Excellent advice. If any of our listeners have questions for you, they'd like to learn a little bit more about the work you're doing. Where can they find you? Um, they can uh, they can find me on Twitter. They can also uh, email me at uh, Nathaniel at infinite dot world. And um, I would be happy to answer any questions. We work with brands of all sizes, Fortune 10, 50, 100, 5, you know, 1000, etc. Um, and we really do try to help them understand the transition based upon what vertical of business they're trying, you know, or their, their business is in and how that potentially looks because every different, like we talked about before, different verticals are at different stages um, of moving into this new experiential space. Right. And, and so it might be something that might be a little bit early and you would have to be kind of a trailblazer, which can have, you know, good and bad connotations or something where it's been, you know, more, invested in in the space it just really kind of uh runs the gamut excellent better to be early than late i always say so daniel thank you so <laughs> much for sharing with us today we hope to talk to you again real soon and uh, we will see you in the metaverse i appreciate it jack i'll see you there before we go quick word from ServiceMinder. ServiceMinder is the platform for managing and operating home services brands, from tracking marketing efforts to delivering professional online proposals directly to clients, to lead capture, to automating daily tasks. ServiceMinder provides unique tools and integrations designed to make your brand stand out from competitors. See why ServiceMinder currently supports more than 50 home services franchise brands and integration partners. Book a demo today at serviceminder.io. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. Your comeback of a lifetime starts now. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.